Welcome to the Mark Stary Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and nice adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Starry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Starry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two lying around and would like to be a patron of this podcast, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Scary Music Podcast. Also, consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy thought of the day is by Dr. Dre. No matter how hard you work to bring yourself up, there's someone out there working just as hard to put you down. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 74. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Again, any ideas folks have to drum up some excitement on the Patreon page, please let me know. Coming at you again this week from my place in St. Paul, Minnesota. Didn't think I'd live to see this day while sliding down the center lane of 694 in that snowstorm that greased up the roads yesterday, but I made it home unscathed and glad to be here today, alive. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Always a blast rocking out Viva Las Vegas for owner Wags when the winner of the Las Vegas trip is announced. Friday, I played a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin. After the show, I was on my way back to St. Paul when I got the text from my cousins Patty from Chippewa and Mark from San Diego that they had just gotten to the Nova and wanted to hang out. So I turned around and had a blast catching up with them. Saturday, Brian K. Johnson and myself rocked out at fill-in station in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin for a party celebrating the life of my late cousin Squeak. I love rocking out and hanging out with my family and friends, etc., but it was great to catch up with my sixth-grade teacher, Mrs. Murphy. Also, the formation of the supergroup Tom Sterry and the Quattros was a highlight as well. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, March 15th, 2017, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Holt, Minnesota from 8 to 10 p.m. Thursday, March 16th, Mr. Brian, Keith, Johnson, and myself, we rocking out at Lucky's 13 in Burnsville, Minnesota from 4 to 7 p.m. Friday, March 17th, St. Patty's Day, Brian, Johnson, and myself will be jamming out at Stars Bar in North Hudson, Wisconsin from 9 to 12 a.m. Saturday, March 18th, Brian, Johnson, and myself again will be jamming on out at Vanelli's by the lake in beautiful Forest Lake, Minnesota from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Guest this week is part two of three with guitarist for the popular Minnesota pop dance band Good For Gary and also the acoustic trio SOB's Jesse Todeshek. We discuss the origins of Good For Gary, crappy band houses, 
his famous Halloween costumes, etc. Enjoy the conversation. Mr. Jesse Todeshek, welcome yes, back sir. to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. Thanks we are for having part me. two here with Jesse. We are still here for this fun, lively lunch hour here at Lucky's 13 in Bloomington, Minnesota. Have you ever played in the Lucky 13's locations? I haven't. Nope. I think I played all of them. Really? <laughs> I don't play here anymore. But I did uh, the bonfire gigs back in the day. Yeah, these were the bonfire. Or the the lady that owns these started the bonfire. Oh, right. Okay. Linda, yeah. So, but this is a good place to, it's kind of a fun place to record a podcast and hang out, whatever. Um, so we were talking, Jesse is the guitar player for Good For Gary. popular pop band around the Twin Cities and the SOBs, a popular acoustic trio kind of party band thing. <laughs> and he just, Jesse said that he showed me photos of his barn that he just redid for lessons. And it looks super cool. And you said you're thinking about turning that into a studio to record an album. The plan is to someday do a, just a whole record by myself. Wow. Play drums, like I want to. I wanna actually want to play real drums, you know, do all the bass lines, everything. But it's just finding the time to do it, you know. Yeah. When is uh, what kind of style album would you want to do? I don't even know, you know. I don't know. I'm just gonna write. I think I just gotta. I just gotta quit screwing around and just start going, you know. You think you'd do any dance pop? No, God no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, more singer songwriter kind of like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I would, like, I, I I really don't know. <laughs> like I like like the Pink Floyd stuff, so maybe a little bit of that in there. But I also like the old school country stuff. You know. Wow, that'd be cool. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. What's some of your favorite songwriter guys that you would listen to that would get you into the mood of sitting out in the barn? And uh, cranking out some tunes. Sturgill. Sturgill Simpson's awesome. Yeah, man. He's yeah. won country album of the year, I think. Yeah, right. So I love that stuff. That stuff's awesome. Jason Isbell. Oh, yeah. You People know, talk about him all the time. Unbelievable. Did you ever uh, listen to Drive-By Truckers when he was a with A little him? bit. Uh, yeah, after the fact, after I found Isbell. Yeah. But uh, that's probably the newer stuff. But cool, man. Um, so this episode, I kind of wanted to focus on uh, talking about Good for Gary. Yeah. A very popular pop band around the Twin Cities. Can you tell us uh, how you got involved in that band. Are you one of the original members? I am, yep. Okay, how'd that band start up? Ben Jackson is the bass player and Dan Shockey's the lead singer. They had a band, they played in original bands back in the day. And um, they started a cover band called The Unoriginal Bastards. 
because they came from the cover, you know, they came from the original band scene, started a cover band, so they named it that, which is hilarious. It's a pretty good name, yeah. yeah. So anyways, that band was slowing down, and they wanted to more focus on all the all the stuff that nobody was playing in town, like the pop stuff, KDWB-type music. Yeah. And so it's basically like playing all the stuff the girls like and get them out dancing. And I had a friend who played in this country band I played with for years. Um, he went back to Milwaukee and started a band like that. And this is probably 2004 or something like that. And they were just killing it in Milwaukee. What was the name of that band? What, the country band? No, yeah, the, the Milwaukee band. Oh, the Milwaukee. I think it was called Off the Hook. Okay. But um, I think they did like a lot of 90s R&B type stuff, you know. So anyways... Um, they were, they were going to form this band, and I knew it would work, just because nobody in town was doing it. And I was like, ah, oh, all right, I'll, I auditioned and got it. So they kind of kept calling me and calling me and calling me, because at, at that time I was playing with Jesse Lang. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So after Eagle River Band for about a year, I was with Jesse Lang. She was kind of slowing down, and these guys were starting this band, and so I transitioned into Good For Gary right after that. What is she up to nowadays? She's with Brat Pack Radio. That's it, Brat yeah. Pack Radio. Yeah. So how is it going from, because, like, Good For Gary, like, it's very pop. What's, like, the first Good For Gary song you learned that kind of triggered, like, okay, I got to be inventive with my guitar playing well, to find not, a spot here? It's not even like that, though. Like, it's, it's basically like a... More like a Valley Fair show where it's everybody's got their exact parts that are off the record. That's why it works because they, you know, like I'll get an email from Ben saying, "Okay, here's the song. You hear that elephant noise at 34 seconds? Make that sound." <laughs> That's awesome. So. And some songs, I literally stand there and play one note, or I stand there till the third chorus, and then I come in with one little part, or I'm comping a harmony horn line, or I'm covering an organ part. So that's why I had that big ridiculous. I saw that at Petey Pappy's a couple years ago when I saw yeah, you. Yeah, that big ridiculous that huge board. board. Yeah. And weren't you working on some gimmick lights and stuff going all over the place? Yeah, the board? it lit up and all that stuff. I got bored and made that too. <laughs> so now you don't use that pedal board anymore? Nope, I got that fractal and I can get away with most of it out of that. What know. is that now? I'm not even sure what that is. Uh, it's like a, it's like an emulator, but it's basically a computer with all the built-in sounds. It's got like 500 amplifiers, 500 cabinets. Wow. All the different pedals you can imagine. Most of it's really good, but. Some of the sounds are a little, little goofy. What's the primary one you use? Like you just the Toto Shack, good for Gary sound. Well, I I have to go from like super clean to like the poppy distortion sound. So I basically have like three different amplifiers in this thing that I can get the different sounds with. So a lot of whammy pedal and you know, woo, stuff like that. And so now that you're becoming more engulfed in 
the pop music scene, do you have a new appreciation for pop music guitar players? There isn't much. And if so, uh, who are they? <laughs> I wouldn't say that I do. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know. It's... It's... Um... <laughs> Because <laughs> a lot of it's not even guitar parts I'm playing, you know. So, so who does the heavy lifting on most of the songs then? As well, far as the, the music drummer does a ton, you know. But as far as the chords and stuff, huh? Well, as well, far as holding the song together, besides drums and whatever, uh, keyboards. Yeah, keyboards a huge part of it. We got a sax player, so that's he does the icing on. The, basically, I'm the icing on the cake, and so is the sax. I saw that in your video this morning, the sax parts on the... Uh, right. Um, I forgot what song it was, but it's... That's some. That's a really good player there, man. Yeah. Uh, who is that? Who is the current lineup in the band? We have Ben Jackson on bass, Dan Shockey on vocals... Tim Grady and Keys slash vocals. He plays a Burkhart all the time too, yep, doesn't he? Yeah, he's doing the duo with Burkhart. Okay. And then uh, Melanie Anderson's our girl singer, and Ben Ben Doherty. That's his real name. There's two Bens, so Ben Doherty's got he's his every, his nickname is Dover. So okay. Ben Dover, you know. <laughs> and Kirk Stallings on drums. Okay. Did gonna, I see you guys are looking for a, a new lead singer? Uh, yeah, because... Female vocalist? Yep, yeah, because uh, Melanie's going to have another kid, so... Her third kid, so she's going to go do that again. <laughs> so is she is she the one... I remember I saw you before, and you're looking for another female singer. She was in for a while, and she had her first kid, so she left. And then she came back, and then had a second kid, so left, and oh, here we go again. It's <laughs> <laughs> the way it goes when you have... Oh you my know. God! So, do you have any prospects or any folks? I don't know. We're for? we just put the email out that we're looking for someone, and so hopefully we get. We're going to be doing the first round of auditions in March here, so early March. So, with a band like that, we're like you're going to add a little elephant part at like 34 <laughs> seconds. Does that band require a lot of rehearsal opposed to the SOBs, which is more Chuck no, Berry throw it against the wall? No, it's, well, basically it's every six weeks we'll get together, we get an email of the dissected part, and here's your part, show up to rehearsal, know your shit. <laughs> yeah. Go through them three times, you know, play them uh, twice back to back. Go through all of them, take a break, come back to them one more time, and then that's it. We're playing. Who, who's the ringleader that picks all the songs and pieces it all together? Uh, ben Jackson, probably. You know, he's the main guy. But him and him and Dan and Tim I think, mainly pick the tunes because that's more they they try to predict what's gonna hit. And are uh, are you guys using like? iPads or stuff, or are they memorizing all them lyrics? Yeah, like the yeah, they, stuff? those boys know their words. Oh my god! Yeah, yep. So, how would you practice like a rap part? 
I only do like a couple rap parts. I do some Beastie Boys and well, that's yeah. We're born knowing that. Shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. What else you do? Uh, song called Shots. If you're not drunk, ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh, get ready to get drunk, up. Let's do it. Yeah, the LMFAO. Yeah. I don't sing a lot in that band, though. I mean, I do a little bit of harmonies, and I play elephant noises. <laughs> God, I don't know how you'd like. I've never rapped before, so I would never. I have a hard enough time remembering John Denver's friggin' leaving on a jet plane, <laughs> let alone a um, rap. They must drive around in the car and listen to it all day long. Yeah, and just right. Look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so what did the, how did you guys get the name Good for Gary? I don't know. Uh, the bass player thought it would be funny. <laughs> I thought you said that one of the guys in the band said he always wanted to have a band called Good for right. Gary. Yeah, so I think Ben had this idea forever ago that it's supposed to be a play on words like, oh, Gary has this, oh, Gary has that, oh, Good for Gary. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> and I remember when we first formed a band, it was probably the MySpace days, we did a vote, and that one won, and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Good for Gary. I love that. So it, yeah, it's, it's just a name that everybody knows now. So it's. I mean, you guys got to be one of the top like pop bands yeah. there are in the Twin Cities area. How long did it take for that to catch on, or it must, or it was just right away? No, it took. I'd say by the third year, it really started to take off. You know. And yeah, so about two or three years. And What's some of your favorite clubs to play in the Twin Cities that get a really good draw at, a really good crowd reaction? Oh, I'd say the Point and Prior Lake. Every time we're in there, we just pack that place. It is just slamming. In fact, I know that because my car insurance guy yeah. lives in Prior Lake, and we're buddies. And so every time we go down there, we sit at the Point. Mm-hmm. And I always say my buddy Jesse plays in that band. <laughs> Good for Gary, because you guys are up there all the time. So the point in Prior Lake, huh? Yeah, that one's consistently packed. Do you guys go down to, still go down to Okoboji at all? Yep, we were just down there a few weeks ago for they have this thing called Winter Games and so we were down there for that. And that's like they have these huge ice you know, they have snowmobile races on the lake, they have all kinds of things like that. So but in the summer, we used to go down there at least three times. Now we're going like once, once okay. or twice a summer. And are you playing at Captain's Getaway down there? Yeah. No, we do. Uh, we used to do Captain's. Now we're doing the Gardens right across the road. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Did you ever stay at that band house in oh, Okaboji, that hellhole? Yeah, we call it the AIDS house. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awful. Oh, my God. No, I mean, and the, That's the worst band house I think I've ever stayed at. Yeah, and the life. Gardens one isn't any better. And do you they, guys stay there? We they actually condemned it now. The built because it's that bad. The last time we were in there, I was sleeping on the bed, and there was a bird, a bird nest in the wall right by my, by my head. Oh. So, yeah. I think I found a place you to start writing your songs. <laughs> right. Paddle lock yourself and had to condemn the oh, band house oh. and see what you come up with. Brutal. Oh. That. Band. Did you go on the road back in the day and stay? At the oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. We were doing that all the time. Yeah. Uh, 
Like the Blue Goose, that one was a gem. Up in, in Garrison. In, oh, God. That was a beautiful one. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. No, I don't either. No way. No, when I was with Eagle River, we did we did those runs where we'd go up for six weeks, and we'd hit uh, Superior, go to Bismarck, then hit uh, Montana, then go down to Grand Junction, Colorado. Wow. We never and went that far out, but... We want far enough for me, though. Yeah. We had a big 1963 tour bus that was the biggest really? pile of junk. So. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't miss doing that stuff. No. Nope. Now I don't know if it's really even worth it unless you had, like, some song on the college station or right. something like that. Or yeah. How far out do you guys go now? Uh, we were in Fargo last weekend, so that's about it. We went Okaboji and maybe, maybe Fargo. We go up there, like... And you guys get a hotel and yeah. party it up a little bit, have a good time? I don't know. We're all old. We don't even party that much anymore. <laughs> yeah. I know. i got to pick and choose my nights to do that, too, for sure. Right. And, like, I played up there Saturday night, and I had to be home to teach at 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So I get three hours of sleep and then drive home for four hours and teach all day. So Then you played on Sunday night, too. I played on Sunday night. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're a working musician, my friend, big time. What are some of your favorite songs to play with Good For Gary? Uh, Good question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I don't even know. Is there one song you still like playing for Good For Gary? (laughs) <laughs> how about how about one you'd like to pull off the set list? <laughs> uh, oh boy, there's a bunch of those. Still, um, I don't know. <laughs> I like asking that one too. Like, you know, it's, my old drummer guess, Ben like hated the song "Money Money" and like like yeah, I don't ever have to play that song ever again. He'd right. say. Yeah, I, I I couldn't tell you actually. I don't so know. you could, don't you don't you don't have a favorite, <laughs> and you don't have a one you'd pull off the set list. I mean, most of the songs that we hammer them out so fast that they recycle themselves. Yeah, on anyway, right. that's what we do too. Yeah. When I even start getting sick of them, I start learning something else. Right. Um, do you prefer learning the newer stuff or do you like playing them old school '90s hip hop classics? Well, we've been throwing in some of the old school hip hop classics. Because they go, they go over well, you know. So we've been hitting a lot of that recently. Like uh, what, for example? Dr. Dre. Keep the heads ringing. Keep the heads ringing. Tupac and really okay. Uh, thinking like Tupac and Dr. Dre, they use some awfully colorful language. Oh yeah, and and there's definitely some editing at some of these shows, you know. Because so do you say like if they say a derogatory term, like I understand the swear words, but like a personal derog, like right. you, you say that stuff? That, no, they'll edit. They'll edit that. Yeah, okay. for sure. Those are like the radio edits for that. Some of that stuff. Okay, I and gotcha. Like, if we do, um, <laughs> sorry, if we do. Uh, like a festival or something, we always have to edit that stuff out. Yeah. Know, or corporate parties or whatever. 
So, or weddings, you know. So let's say, um, what's some of the biggest shows you guys have played as Good For Gary, memorable ones that stand out? Uh, we did Joe Mauer's wedding. We're gonna win twins, we're gonna score. We're gonna win twins, mark that baseball sword. Crack out a home run, shot a hip, hooray! Cheer for the Minnesota Twins today. You did? Yeah. That was cool. Not many people can say that. <laughs> yeah. So that was interesting. His parents come out and watch us, and and then his I think his wife came out and watched us one time because they told Joe's parents told her about it, and she's like, "I want those guys at my wedding." So I think I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Story went. Did you triple the rates? <laughs> no, we should have, but we didn't. He got the normal normal wedding fee. Wow. Did you do the ceremony too? Uh, no. No, we did not. <laughs> so a bunch of old Twins players jumping around, just yep. doing the thing. Yep. See Ken Herbeck doing the, di- the electric slide or no? <laughs> no. And the thing is, I don't follow sports at all. And we also played um, somebody from the New York Rangers. We did his wedding. So... I didn't know who anybody was, you know, I'm just like, whatever. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> what are some upcoming events or things you guys have going on that you're looking forward to? I'd say Panaprog is always a good one. I mean, we got a bunch of new stuff coming up this year, I'm sure. You are known for your Halloween costumes, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I was, but I, I haven't been on that too well the last couple of years. Last but. couple of years? But the one year I had, I went all out, you know. Weren't you Tin Man? We, yeah, I was a Tin Man, and I took a water heater, uh, or a water softener tank, I chopped a hole in that, and I actually made, I took flex ductwork and made uh, the, the joints. Yeah. And I took real ductwork, like six-inch pipe, and screwed that together, and I made a hat, with, and then I ran, I ran <laughs> I ran a fog machine into the into the hat. That's what it was. And then I stepped on a fog machine and it would shoot it would shoot smoke out of my head. Oh my god. <laughs> do, you yeah. still, do you still pull out that costume every now and then? No. No. no I I don't. But it was so hot. That was like the hottest gig I ever played. I think we were at Jersey's that year. Yeah. And back before they got new lights and it was those park hands. Oh it was brutal. Um, any other memorable Halloween costumes? I thought you had some other one. Didn't you dress like a priest or something? What was that one? <laughs> oh, or Jesus? I did Jesus one year. I won 500 bucks in that contest for that, too. <laughs> I thought I was going to get murdered, but everybody was... I got on stage, and they're going, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> so Jesse has yeah, professional Halloween uh, dresser-upper <laughs> musician from the pop band. Oh, boy. Do you have any uh, suggestions for upcoming musicians that want to... Win a Halloween costume contest yet play in the band. What would you suggest? I, I don't know. Make your own because it's always way better, you know? Oh, Christ. All right. Well, Jesse Todeshek, thanks for being on the Mark Stair Music Podcast. So story behind the song segment. Can I get a hold of any Good For Gary songs online I could spin at the end? Or? Yeah, you could probably find something off of our uh, website, I would imagine. Okay. Or else I'll spin one of those, kind of fade in, fade out for right. a little bit or whatever. Yeah. So, and then can they look you up? What's your, uh, like... How can people get a hold of contact to you if they want to take guitar lessons, hire the SOBs, you know, get your Halloween decorating tips? Well, how do they get a hold of you? Um, you could find me on Facebook, 
or um, as far as guitar lessons, you can find me at Shockby Guitar Lessons uh, on Facebook, or in the SOBs, you can find us at SOBS, all capital letters, search that, and we should pop up. And then Good For Gary, you can either find us on Facebook or goodforgary.com. If not any of those places, they'll find you belly up at the lamplighter in Roseville, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where? <laughs> lamplighter. Strip club in Roseville. Oh, I've, never been. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been there. Oh, God. Okay, Jesse, thanks for being on the Mark Steer Music Podcast, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, sir. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you would like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Yes, Gary. Yes. You knew I liked Gary. I told you. You like Gary? Oh, I, I, I see. Set up.